ladies and gentlemen. It's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al Piedel Canyon, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's a Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> Good morning, boys and girls, it's Tuesday. <laughs> How are we doing out there, friends? Oh my God, do we have a show prepared for you. In the first half, oh no, sorry, the second half of the show, I ask a hundred humans an easy one today. To name a subject other than a language you study in school. Nombra, uh, nombre, nombra un, una asignatura, would you say? Or una asignatura? Una. Una asignatura que no sea un idioma que estudia en la escuela. Or something like that, right? Um, in today's Complete the News, we'll find out what astronauts dropped and that you can see with binoculars. What? And um, if we've got time, we'll find out what's obstructing the city's water lines. Interesting, interesting. Um, and today's unpopular opinion is higher education is overrated in today's world. La educación superior está sobrevalorada en el mundo actual. How do you feel about that, Natch? I agree. Uh, Hot topic. Hot topic. I did ask people on Instagram. They gave me their opinions. But more on that later. Right now, I'm here. You're here. Let's see what's going on in the world. First of all, a big good morning to our wonderful live audience. Born to Iron Man, Vero, Coco Lavanda, The Bridge. If you want to be as cool and as sexy as those people, it's so simple, guys. You go to twitch.tv twitch.tv barra professional bohemian that's bohemio profesional pero en inglés if you want to vote on all the things that we use or all the polls every day you go to instagram at professional bohemian if you want all the links we use on the show and all extra content and things like that you go to my patreon which is forward slash professional bohemian bohemio profesional pero en inglés I could not possibly make it any easier for you let's see what people are saying born to iron man good morning rob and friends vero good morning beautiful warriors around the universe and beyond good morning to you vero coco says good morning the bridge good morning to all you beautiful people how are you doing a quick gulp there yeah i have i have to i I have a quick gulp of water before i go for my voice for my poor voice how are you doing natch it's tuesday yeah yeah you're looking forward to it. already Christmas decorations are going up next. Maybe it's soon, as always. <laughs> as always. As always. Soon soon they just won't bother taking them down. I love Christmas. I think I'm unique in that among <laughs> most of my adult no, friends. Me, me too. You do too. Andrea hates Christmas. My best friend hates Christmas. She's got two young kids. <laughs> it's like living with the Grinch, man. Like living with a Grinch. All right, let's get into some news, friends. We do have some interesting news articles for you today. Um, Get this. This is some Frankenstein tech from the world of science. A device that keeps the brain alive and functioning separate from the body. (laughs) Have you seen seen Futurama, Natch? It's basically that. Yes. Heads in jazz. Un dispositivo mantiene vivo el cerebro que funciona separado del cuerpo. Not even a nivelazo, guys. Look, see how, how high his expectations are now. <laughs> Unless I'm singing like Paco de Lucia or something. I don't get, I don't get nivelazo these days. Okay, so researchers at Youth UT Southwestern Medical Center have developed a groundbreaking device that can sustain a brain's life and functionality independently from the body for several hours. This device successfully tested using a pig brain isolates the brain's blood flow, allowing for this innovate, um, allowing for precise control over various factors like blood pressure, temperature, oxygen or oxygenation and nutrients. This innovation opens up new avenues for studying the brain in isolation, free from the body's influences. Is this not like the... Is this not nightmare fuel? <laughs> this just sounds horrendous to me. I mean, I guess for science... Would you let people screw with your brain, Natch? No. But you you are pro-organ um, donation. 
Mm, mm, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're not gonna, you're not gonna need it. Your lungs, you're not gonna need them. <laughs> Same. I like. I me too. But I don't know why. I kind of draw the line at my brain. <laughs> not that anybody would want to use my brain. I mean, I don't even want to use it most of the time. <laughs> but, but I mean, I don't know why. I draw the line at my brain. Would you let someone? Would you donate your heart? Is there another? Is there another organ in your body, Natch, that you wouldn't want someone else to have? I would donate everything, everything, except for companies like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, except for people who want to keep your brain alive. Exactly. Yeah. Um, for instance, it has already been used to explore the effects of hypoglycemia on the brain function without other bodily factors. Additionally, this device, which min- mimics the pulsative flow of blood similar to the human heart, could enhance the design of cardiopulmonary bypass machines, potentially reducing brain-related side effects. The device's development, led by Dr. Juan Pascual, Spanish. <laughs> well, maybe Spanish, maybe South America. I don't want to, no judging much. Um, and his team marks a significant advancement in, in neurological research and medical technology. I mean, at least, at least it's being put to um, good use for, for the benefit of society. But wowee, does this not, does this not terrify you? It does me. Uh, let's see. I love Christmas too, says the bridge. Yeah, who doesn't love Christmas? Well, uh, Andrea doesn't love Christmas. I love Christmas too. Birthday season, says Vero. Elon will be interested. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, oh God, I pray for the pray for the poor fools who are getting that chip implanted in their brains, guys. The what is it called? Neuralink. Oh my God. Uh, Paco de Lucy, singer. I didn't say. Did I say Paco de Luthi? No, I think you said. Did yeah. I say it correctly? the bridge trying to throw me off my stride see that um my brother ivan wants to donate his body to science you know so would i i just feel a little creeped out if someone kind of keeps my brain alive in a jar you know what would that feel like it would feel like being elon musk oh my god friends it's probably a proof for all <laughs> all right so there you go yeah um, a new device that keeps the brain alive separate from the body Un dispositivo mantiene vivo el cerebro que funciona separado del cuerpo. Craziness. Okay, here we go. Um, This coming from Business Insider. Inside the strange, secretive rise of the overemployed. What? Inside the strange, secretive rise of the overemployed. El extraño y secreto ascenso. Oh, Natch. That was good pronunciation, right? Thank you. Ascenso de los sobre empleados. Um, yeah, the article, this article from Business Insider delves into a growing trend of overemployment. Sobre empleado. Or, yeah, to be overemployed. Um, where individuals secretly hold multiple full time jobs, primarily in the tech industry. This phenomenon gained traction during the pandemic, as remote work made it easier to juggle multiple roles without employers' knowledge. The story focuses on Brian Rook, who, after losing his job at Amazon, ended up working simultaneously for IBM, Meta, and Tinder, earning, get this, earning over $820,000 a year. Wow. We. That's working for five years and retiring, man. Jeez Louise. These overemployed individuals often share tips and strategies online, such as prioritizing jobs, managing workloads, and using technology to maintain appearances. While some view this as a way to maximize income and job security, it raises ethical questions and concerns about work-life balance, legal implications, and the impact on traditional employment norms. The article also touches on the broader implications of this trend, including its relationship with the financial independence, retire early movement, and the changing dynamics of loyalty and productivity in the workplace. How do you feel about that? I don't know. Like, a part of me, Natch, says if you can do it and you can get away with it, good for you. But then as a more community-minded individual, I think, well, you know, 
If you're working for three companies at the same time, you're essentially stealing two jobs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, morally, you know, oof, yeah, I'm a little morally ambiguous on this one. How do you feel about this, Natch? Would you take two full-time jobs if you could? Yeah. I mean, I would if I could. But if you did it, I would be angry. <laughs> you know, I mean, do you know what I mean? If, if a friend of mine was doing it, I would be like, oh, no, no, no. Come on, dude, you're stealing someone's job. But if I had the opportunity, I would be like, hey, <laughs> good for you. Go on, what's your feeling? Tell uh, me. I don't know. You uh, Maybe you're not stealing it. Maybe you are doing two because there's no one that can do one better yeah. than you do two. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I do a lot of work outside Vaughn. I do a ton of work outside Vaughn. You know, most of my savings come from that from that work that I do independent of Vaughn. By the way, guys, follow me on patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian <laughs> please <laughs> 11 members now on my patreon natch 11 members only three of them are paying <laughs> 11 members dude better than nothing um yeah i don't know I, i'm kind of a little bit in a in a moral gray area because if i could get away with it i would see it, i mean i can't because i've got too much with just this one job but if i could get away with it i would but with the employment apocalypse that's around the corner, this smacks to me of um, ooh, of selfishness. I don't know. I need to think about that a little more. Let's see what people in the chat are saying. Coco Lavender. But Paco de Lucia plays guitar. He doesn't sing, I think. He does sing. He sings a little bit, doesn't he? I remember no. hearing a man sounding like he was in pain. <laughs> <laughs> I think he only plays. Oh, really? I think he can see. La 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 la. Ah, that's it, Cameron. Okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> the Sp Spanish cultural desnivelazonach. Um, <laughs> Cameron. He's the he's a Spanish. Um, what's his name? Oh God, what's the guy's name? He's like he's like a, he's the the Spanish version of ah oh, Bob Dylan, right? No, no, no. Cameron is like flamenco. Yeah, I, I know that, but I mean, in terms of cultural impact. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. You know, someone once made me, it was Izzy, actually. She's like, whenever I tell people I don't like Spanish music, I love Spain. I love Spain. Love the country, love the food, love, the, love Spanish cinema, love Spanish TV, love, I love Spain. I would never leave this country. I love it. Don't like Spanish music. You say that to anyone. They're like, you've got to listen to Paco. It's because you haven't heard enough Spanish music. I've heard plenty. Like, the amount of playlists that have been sent to me. Pa Paco de Lucia. Cameron. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just, I just don't like it. Sorry. I know I'm pissing off so many people. Guys, if you're getting angry listening to me right now, remember. Remember. Your tears are delicious and your anger only makes me more powerful. Rob, Uncle Rob doesn't care. Okay, let's continue. Um, it's because of that the bridge said because um, said that because it's not very useful to listen to Paco de Lucia's music to improve your Spanish. There you go. As as can be evidenced by me, maybe I should be listening to more Spanish music. It just sounds like they're in pain to me. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get messages, Natch. People are gonna complain. Um, the bridge. Apparently, I say this because I don't remember. I was terrified when I was told that they were going to open my skull. I know for sure that another part of my body would not have bothered me. Yeah, I know. There's something about our brain, the seat of our consciousness, right? That kind of creeps us out. How are you doing, Symbol? Welcome, welcome. Good morning, family. Nice shirt. Thank you, thank you. Um, isn't Andy working in three companies? <laughs> Andy's barely working in one company. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry, Andy, if you're listening. It's a joke. The Spanish prawn. Cameron. Ah. Okay, anyway. So there you go. The um, the strange rise of the overemployed. Do you know anyone who's overemployed, Natch? Anyone with two full-time jobs? No. No, me neither. Someone to borrow money off. <laughs> All right, next and final piece of news for today. You, do you remember the actress Whoopi Goldberg? from Jumping Jack Flash and things like that. She's now a host of um, a TV show called The View. It's kind of a discussion show, a debate show, I guess you'd call it. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg blames millennials' work ethic for their monetary problems. 
but new research shows they still bear economic scars from the financial crisis. Um, you're not, no, you're a Generation X like me. Right, Natch? Yeah. No. Uh, oh, no, you're a millennial. I'm 43. Oh, you're a millennial like Andrea. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All right. So, Whoopi Goldberg, culpa al, um, a la ética laboral de los millennials de sus problemas de dinero. But research shows they bear the financial scars, cicatrice, cicatrices económicas. More or less, no. No ni la fe. Um, de, la, de la crisis financiera, the, of the financial crisis. Whoopi Goldberg you, uh, recently attributed millennials' financial struggles to a poor work ethic, <clears throat> suggesting they are unwilling to work as hard as previous generations. Um, however, new research contradicts this view, showing that millennials, particularly in the UK, are still grappling with the long-term economic impacts of the 2008 financial crisis. Crisis, sorry. According to the Resolution Foundation's um, uh, intergenerational audit, millennials are the first generation not to out-earn their parents at the same age. With those born in the late 80s... When were you born? What um, uh, what year were you born, dude? Uh, 1980. You're earlier 80s. You're one of these millennials. You're just like barely a millennial, right? 1980. Yeah. See, I, I say that Andrea's a millennial, but she's really Generation X. <laughs> I just say it to piss her off. Um, so, yeah, apparently this is the first generation that isn't out-earning the previous generation at the same age. Um, those born in the late, earnings, um, late 80s earning 8% less at the age of 30 than Generation X did. In contrast, American millennials have started to rebound with incomes 21% higher in 2021 than in 2007. We're in the wrong country, Natch. We're in the wrong... I mean, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm a Generation X. Natch, you're welcome for all the music. You're welcome. We did that. <laughs> you gave us Justin Bieber. I gave you, we gave you the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> All right, anyway, on that note, friends, let's go to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. Okay, my friends, here we are. If you want to contribute with your opinions in today's Unpopular Opinion, you can do so at twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. Not doing well with the Spanish today, Natch. I'm doing bad with the Spanish. No, no, I'm going to kick the translation off. Okay, here we go. Higher education is overrated, sobre valorada, valorada, in um, in today's world, en el mundo actual. La educación superior está sobre valorada en el mundo actual. You said that you kind of agree with this point, right? Yes. Yeah, it was already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sobre valorada 20 years ago, so imagine now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as someone who went to university on his whole, on his own dime, on my own, um, you know, I paid for myself to go. I was already poor at the time. As someone who went, there are aspects of higher education that, for me, are worth the money and that are kind of almost undervalued. But we'll get into that because, of course, friends, I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning and they gave me some pros and cons around this subject and we're going to get into those right now so in the pro column agreeing that higher education is overrated first point cost versus benefit the rising costs of higher education are not always matched by a proportional increase in job opportunities or salaries. Many graduates find themselves burdened with significant debt without the expected return on their investment. I think that's maybe true nowadays, right? Because higher education is more expensive than ever, and it seems to be that it doesn't open up the doors that it used to, at least in previous generations. Hmm, interesting. Alternative learning paths. With the rise of online courses, vocational training, and self-learning co- resources, there are more ways than ever to acquire skills and knowledge without a traditional college degree. This can be especially relevant in rapidly evolving fields like technology. There's some truth to that. 
Natch, do you ever get the feeling people go to university or college for a piece of paper rather than to learn? Do you think there's truth in that statement? Yes. Uh, at least in my case, it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got to admit, I learned way more about production, about media production, once I'd finished my university degree than before. I learned more, much more about business, um, uh, psychology, sociology, outside of university than I did inside university. Mm. Okay, anyway, so there you go. Alternative learning paths. Next, um, there, there is a tendency to undervalue vocational and trade skills in favor of academic qualifications. Yet many industries desperately need skilled tradespeople, and these jobs often offer good pay and job security. Here I'm thinking immediately of the much maligned radio radio technician. <laughs> yeah, no. Those guys are like, they're godlike beings, right, Natch? No, here's the, here's the truth. Right, So a lot of people are currently in university or, or college studying for degrees or studying for job po positions that won't exist by the time they leave. <laughs> All those people studying copywriting right now, journalism. <laughs> you know, AI is going to steal so many of those, um, of the, the jobs that have been kind of considered intellectual in some way. You can get legal advice from ChatGPT now, <laughs> you know. Eey. However, you know what? Um, uh, you know what AI won't do, Natch. It won't be a plumber. It won't be a cerrajero. It won't be a locksmith. It won't be you know. It won't be a carpenter. Hmm. Interesting. Next, entrepreneurship and innovation. Some of the most successful entrepreneurs and innovators either didn't attend college or dropped out. In some cases, real-world experience, creativity, and business acumen have proven more valuable than a formal education. Those, my friends, are the pro points agreeing that higher education is overrated. Now, the cons. Let's get into these. So, saying that higher education is not overrated. Here we go. Higher education isn't just about job training. It's also about developing critical thinking, communication skills, and a broad understanding of the world, which are valuable in all areas of life. Here's where I kind of... Here's where the rubber meets the road for me. University not only gave me... I mean, I'm, I guess I'm a unique animal in, the, in how I got into university. I lied my way into university. I had no... I had no qualifications. I had two GCSEs, art and woodwork. <laughs> and because I was 21 when I went, I guess I got, went into university with a different mindset. I, I'm the only person to go to university to cut his hair short and to stop drinking. And I went and aprovechado al máximo. I took advantage. Um, I took the maximum advantage of the resources at the university. I learned valuable networking skills. I made professional friends. I got myself out of the group of friends that were, or the, the environment that was toxic for me and put myself in an environment of academic or academia, which was, which was really a valuable experience and made me appreciate learning in a way that I hadn't experienced in, um, in traditional education. And that for me is where university is or university, college, any form of higher education is valuable. Anyway, let's continue. Specialized knowledge. Many fields require a deep specialized knowledge base that can only be obtained through higher education. Fields like medicine, law, engineering are examples where formal education is crucial. Next, networking opportunities. Oh, here we go. Universities provide a unique environment for networking with peers, professors, and industry professionals. These connections can be invaluable for career opportunities and collaborations. I'm thinking, like, off the top of my head, here's... Okay, so I've said that it was an invaluable thing. I got around other academics and professionals, and it was amazing for me. Of all my friends in university, I'm the only one who actually works in the field in which they studied, media production and business. <laughs> the only one. The rest of them are, you know, they've changed fields. I know a friend that's a teacher, a friend that's in marketing now, she studied TV. Hmm. And final, statistical advantage. Now, here is the um, hot button right here. On average, 
college graduates tend to earn more over their lifetimes than those without a degree. Higher education often leads to better job security and benefits. All right, friends, those are some pros and cons. Thanks to the elves. When we come back, we'll read some comments that have appeared in the chat. And, um, and we'll also get to some comments that I received on Instagram. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I have opinions on this, but the truth is, friends, no one cares about my opinions. Opinions, as Grandpa Boy used to say, they are like buttholes. Everyone has one. They all stink, including mine. What I care about are your opinions. So I'll post a poll in the chat and you can tell me, is higher education overrated? Friends, so many things you could have been doing this morning, but instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me and the Natch and it means the world. I will see you in a few minutes. Hey guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professionalbohemian, and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professionalbohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. How are you doing out there, folks? All right, if you've just tuned in, it's 9 a.m. Central European Time, 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. for our friends in Hong Kong and the Philippines. How are you doing out there? Okay, um, if you just tuned in, well, we, um, we spoke about a new device developed by researchers at UT Southwestern Medical Center that can keep the brain alive separate from the body. Wow. Frankenstein nightmare technology. Um, we found out, um, well, we read a little from a, a Business Insider article about the secretive rise of a phenomena called the overemployed. These are people who maintain two, often, often two or three full-time jobs, usually in the um, tech sector. Um, yeah, crazy, crazy. And then finally, how um, Whoopi Goldberg, the actress, blames millennials' work ethic for um, for their money problems. However, research showing that for the first time, the millennial generation, that includes Natch and Andrea, the millennials earn less than, their, um, uh, than the generation previous. Hmm. So, let's go. We moved into today's unpopular opinion, which was higher education is overrated in today's world. La educación superior está sobrevalorada en el mundo actual. Okay, on Instagram, they said, so I made this poll on Instagram yesterday. If you want to join us there, you can do so. Arroba, at Professional Bohemian. That's Bohemio Profesional, pero en inglés. So you can join us there. 70, 77% of people said true. On, um, on Insta. I'll tell you what people said here in a second. First, I want to read some comments. Um, here in the audience, Vero says, unfortunately, in today's world, people who have a higher level of education do not have much of a chance of getting a good, stable job. Many jobs can be done by people with lower level of education and what's worse, for less money. Yeah. I would agree with that. One of the sad truths of um, today's employment market is it's often not worth it for companies to hire people of more experience. They just think, well, you know, I'll hire a millennial, pay them half the price as I would pay someone with more experience. You know? And then they lie saying, ah, oh, no, we want them to learn in-house. No, you want to pay less money. Sad. It's sad. And it exacerbates things for future generations. Don't forget, like, in like my generation, Generation X is going to be the first generation that won't retire. Natch, you're, not only are you not going to be able to retire, they're going to keep your brain alive. You're going to keep on working. <laughs> the tech is already there, dude. Um, so, yeah. So, while, while you have older people holding on to their jobs, not wanting to let them go, what does this mean for younger generations? I mean, thank God we're just so expensive to fire. Once you've been in a company over 10 years, you know. I don't know, man. It's um, it's certainly uh, scary to think about these things in the future. Future problems that we're going to have. 
Um, so yeah, interesting point there from Vero, saying that people with lower level of, of education that will earn less money um, tend to be employed. And I know that. I've seen it. When I was, I mean, I've even participated in it. When we were hiring to do some productions, not this year, the year, the year prior, a lot of very experienced people came in. And sadly, for the level of job that um, I required, for the level of technical skill that I required, these these people who were who would have accepted the money that I was going to pay, I didn't hire. I, I chose to hire people with, with less experience. Why? I don't know. Almost because of, I don't know. Because I felt ashamed, I guess, that the that someone with that level of skill would have to work. Yeah, the the audio visual um, sector is is screwed, guys. Don't be um, don't become a TV editor <laughs> or a radio editor, right, Natch? <laughs> yeah, he's nodding. Anyway, let's continue. Um, uh, the bridge. I didn't go to university, and it is something I do not regret. However, I would have liked to have had the experience, uh, but I do not regret not having a degree. Your story at university is wonderful. You are an anomaly like I am, says uh, The Bridge. Yeah, um, I did go to university and I do not regret it. I made some lifelong friends. And I think more importantly, I learned how to learn or I learned the value of education. Ironically, you know what I took away from university, Natch? I took away the value of independent learning. Because I think the wonderful thing, the, the reason I appreciated university more than I did school, I felt like my school experience was about um, memorizing and repeating things back to the teacher that the teacher told me. The teacher was the fountain of the knowledge, and my job as a student was to repeat back their words. Do you understand that? Does that make sense? At university, they introduced us, and I'd ne I, like I, for me, the idea of when I got into university, you know, I struggled to um, to write. <laughs> I struggled in so many things. My first, by the end of my first year, they were going to kick me out, and I just doubled down and studied and worked hard, and I eventually graduated with um, a better degree than most of my peers, and that was through hard work and dedication, and and mainly because I loved the fact that university they introduced us to topics and then encouraged us on our own to investigate those topics um, independently to become free thinkers, to think critically, to um, uh, to read things with a critical mindset, which is not something that was encouraged in school. Perhaps in, if we change the nature of the way we learn in high school, middle school, perhaps you'd be more encouraged to um, continue on a path of education. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a higher education apologist. I've got to admit, I, uh, for me, it was life-changing experience. I understand it's not like that for everyone. Okay, anyway, let's, um, uh, let's continue. Um, oh, I did get some messages today from uh, people on Instagram. Raj writing to us again. How are you doing, Raj? I respectfully disagree. Higher education provides a depth of knowledge and a critical th thinking framework that's hard to replicate outside a structured academic environment. Can we get a Probo approved for Raj, please? Probo approved. Now, I do, um, I do rate independent study. So at university, I studied business administration and radio production. Okay, so um, I learned the basics of of using programs like Cool Edit Pro, which then turned into Adobe Audition. I learned the basics of, of business from everything from finance to human resources, everything, marketing. But the, the, what university gave me was a, a way to, to consume information in a way that was fun and, um, and appealing in a way where learning wasn't a chore. I think when you leave school, learning become, you leave with the impression that learning is a chore, it's punishment. Um, and thanks to that mindset that university gave me, it made me a better independent studier. Does that make sense, Natch? Yes. Um, I mean, post-university then, I learned how to um, edit video, I learned, well, 
pretty much all the skills, public speaking, everything that have um, that have led to the limited success I enjoy today. Hmm. Interesting, though. All right, Raj Ellen wrote to us. She says, I totally think it's overrated. I mean, look at the self-made entrepreneurs out there. Uh, Theo, it's kind of overrated. Theo writing to us for a, um, three or four days now. Thank you, thank you. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's kind of overrated. Skills matter, but so does knowing how to connect with people. And finally, Linda um, honestly, degrees are important for some careers, but I've seen fantastic candidates with no formal education. There you go. All right, so I'm guessing if you were voting that, you would say true. It's overrated. Yes, for me it was. And <laughs> um, what did you study? I studied another different thing, environmental Ah, that's science. right, environmental science. Would you? Did you want to have a career in vi- environmental science when you left? When I left yeah, yeah. the university, yeah, uh, not really. I chose it because I was good at biology and science in general, but mm. I didn't have any passion. Go on, go on. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, I get that. I get that. Do you know what I think the problem with most higher education is, Natch? I think we ask kids at too young an age to participate. Like when I, when I went to university in my first year, I was 21. I just turned 21. And um, I was surrounded by 18-year-olds. And the only thing they wanted to do at 18, it was the first time away from their parents. All they wanted to do was get drunk, get high, have fun, you know. Whereas by the time I went 21, you know, I was I was already trying to get over, like, alcoholism. And, uh, you know, I had a ton of um, uh, problems in my in my personal life behavioral issues and what i really wanted to do was turn my life around and grab the bull by the horns as we say um in in english general maximo of this unique situation that was provided to me that i was lucky enough to achieve and i think if if most people at 18 were thrown into the workforce after um, after school like a cold shower of reality of what working is actually like two, three years, and then the doors were opened up to higher education, I think we'd see better results and less regrets. I think at 18, you don't really know what you want to do after um, after school. You've been given this broad education framework where you've been taught a ton of subjects, and yet you haven't had time to consolidate that information and find out where your passion really is. I think the benefit of all that time for me I mean, I did everything from driving a forklift truck, Toro Mecanico, I think you say in Spanish, um, to filling envelopes for the inland revenue. And through all that time, I started to de- develop an idea of what it was I wanted to, or the way in which I wanted to point my career path. And it's taken divergences here and there, but it stayed pretty much straight. Hmm. So I think maybe if we went to university a little, a little, when we're just a little more mature, I think we'd get better outcomes. What do you think about that, Natch? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I have chosen five years later, so we have prepared. prepared. What would you have chosen five years later, out of curiosity? I would have not chosen a, a, university, a, a university career mm-hmm. or degree. Yeah. No. I think I would have studied something related with music or... Or writing nice yeah yeah you know when my um my cousin angela i love my cousins by the way angela louisa if you're listening lots of love um my cousin angela's son joe um when he was leaving school i said to him you have to go to university you just have to go to university of course anyone who knows me in real life were like i'm not listening to this guy's advice and he did um uh, like an internship um no what do you call it uh an apprenticeship the guy's super successful now. An amazing guy, young, intelligent, full of energy and life and enthusiasm, earns a lot of money. He's basically his life is is solved. I'm so proud of him. And I think maybe my university experience is the anomaly in this equation. I don't think it's I'm kind of representative of um, the reality of what you university education is. Because it was incredibly useful for me, but I took advantage of it 
because I, I think I had a level of maturity that wasn't um, uh, wasn't there among my peers. Hmm. Um, I didn't go to uni either, says Vero, and I don't regret it. I made um, a module on international managing um, secretariat. I don't know what that is, but that sounds impressive. So, yeah, anyway, so what did you guys say? So I posted um, the unpopular opinion that higher education is overrated in today's world. How do you think our audience voted, Natch? I think they said true. All right, let's find out. Again, they agree with Instagram, 75% true. Yeah, it's hard for me to kind of contextualize the message that I received from you all when my experience was so very different. I guess for me, I think, I mean, there are lots of problems in education, right? Not just at a university level, at every level. I mean, this is, we, our, our education system was developed in the industrial revolution. <laughs> and we still, we still, um, uh, we're still in it right now. I think, yeah, I think university or higher education is um, is something you shouldn't do until you're 21. I think, I just think you don't have the level of maturity to really grab the bull by the horns, to understand the amazing, the amazing opportunity that's ahead of you um, at the age of 18. At least that's the case in um, in Britain. I think I was lucky to, um, to have such a, um, s- such a weird path to higher education. In the end, it it was just a dumb luck that I um, I ended up going to the university that I went to, meeting the people that I went to, supporting me. And I understand it's not that like that for everyone. And you know, my um, my second cousin, my Angela's son, Joy, is a, is a great example of that. But here's something I will say um, to those of you who are listening right now, and you are at university, thinking, "Oh my God, am I wasting my money?" <laughs> Is the Mr. Bald, nasty bald man telling me I'm wasting my money? No. What I will say to you is this, is that life, if you're at university, you'll come to learn this. Life is 100% what you make of it. Quite often it's hard for us to see the wood for the trees. Ver el bosque por el, um, por los árboles. I don't know. How would you say that? See the wood for the trees. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Um, you can't see the wood for the trees. You can't appreciate the great situation you're in while you're in it. I think as humans, we tend to be overly critical of whatever we're experiencing at any moment in time. You know, you don't believe that. Look at a picture of you from five years ago and realize how beautiful you were back then. <laughs> but back then, you just thought you were ugly and weird looking. <laughs> you can't appreciate the good things in your life until uh, until they're well and truly past. If you are one of those people studying university, life is what you make it, man. And every um, every situation provides you with opportunities. And um, being in university, being around in a in an environment that is encouraging you to learn and to be around, be in academia. Wow, that's a privilege, man. And be like me, you know. Suck the marrow out of that experience. Mm. Is university, um, is it over overrated? It could be. But just because something's overrated doesn't mean that it's not valuable. And on that, let's go to today's 100 Humans. Woo! Let's see what Vero here says. I'm a secretary to the management um, management direction department, Rob. Okay, Vero. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, bon toi, man. El albol no te deja ver el bosque. Thank you, thank you. Everyone said that. Bridge, Vero, thank you, guys. Um, Rob, you are such a brilliant example. Don't blush. <laughs> you don't want to make a bald man blush. I look like a tomato. All right. So here we go. It was a long walk to work today, guys, across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans. And I asked them all a question. Today's question was an easy one today. Come on. Today's question, name a subject other than a language you studied in school. Asignatura que no sea un idioma que estudiabas en la escuela, or whatever. Okay. As always, we go straight to the Natch. What do you think, Natch? Maths. Maths. Mathematics. Maths. Math. 
singular in um, <laughs> in American English. Is math there? Yes, it is, Natch. Well done. No one else in chat got that. Oh, well, the bridge said math as well. Bridge agrees with you. Natch with tw 37 of 100 humans. Number one answer. Well done, um, well done, Bridge. Well done, Natch. That's two days in a row. You've knocked it out of the park, Natch. Um, Matematicas. All right, let's get into this. Vero says chemistry. Chemistry. Chimica. Chemistry. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. Sixth most popular um, answer with seven of a hundred humans saying chemistry. Born to Iron Man. History. Don't know much about history. Historia. Is it there, though? Yes, it is. Well done. Historia is there. 18 of 100 humans since second place. Hmm. Physics. Physics is um, very off. Physics. Is physics there? Physica. Physics. Yes, it is. Five of 100 humans says physics. Physica is in seventh place. Well done. You guys have only got three more to get. You haven't made an incorrect answer yet. Well done, well done. Um, does that mean in America they study fewer? <laughs> yeah, they just study one math. In Britain, we study many. <laughs> um, all right. Born to Man says science. Yeah, we kind of broken up science there among a few things. Okay, so you've identified mathematics, history, chemistry, and physics. Um, okay. BTI and the bridge... Oh, no, BTI says PE, physical education. Is it there? No. Um, the bridge says RE, religious education. Is it there? No, it's not. Vero is here, though, and she says geography. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. Geografia. Well done. Nine of a hundred humans. Fourth place. You've got two more to identify. Okay, Natch in the previous segment said he was good at this at uh, college. Come on. This was one of his strong points. Led him to a degree in environmental science. What was it? <laughs> if I go to you now, Natch, it's a bit like cheating. And, um... Uh, and the fifth most popular answer is something I was good at at school. One of the only GCSEs I got. If you were listening carefully in the previous section, you know both the answers to these. First of all, let's go for the third one. Something you were good at at school, Natch. What was it? Biology. Biology. There it is. Well done. Bridge also got that one. Okay, the final one. The final one to identify. Something I was good at at school. Usually, sadly, the, one of the programs that is um, cut in education, but very, very important. Bridge here says art. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. Okay, that's it, guys. You got it. Let's very quickly go down the list. I asked 100 humans to name a subject other than a language you study in school. In position number seven, we had physics, physica. In position number six, we had chemistry, chimica. In position number five, we had arte, art. In position number four, geography, geografia. In position number three, we had biology, biologia. Um, in position number two, history, historia. And finally, in position number one, congratulations, Bridge and the Natch, mathematics, mathematica. All right, time for Complete the News. Complete the News! Okay, guys, time for Complete the News. I'm going to give you a real news headline. Your job in the chat is to identify the piece of information that I have left out. If you are one of the many people watching the show but haven't participated, this is your moment because all you have to write is A- B or C. Okay, here we go. 
Here's the headline. Um, Astronauts drop blank into orbit. And you can see it with binoculars. Astronauts, Astronauts drop blank into orbit. You can see it with binoculars. Los astronautas dejan caer blank en, en órbita. Y que se puede ver con prismáticos, dice, binoculars. Yes. Nivelazo. But what is it? Is it A, poop, caca? Is it B, a tool bag, bolsa de herramientas? Or is it C, a monkey, mono? A, B, or C. Astronauts drop blank into orbit. Los astronautas dejan caer en órbita un, una blank. Que se puede ver con prismáticos. That you can see with binoculars. Is it A, poop? B, a tool bag? Or C, a monkey? What do you think, Natch? B. I think B, a tool bag. Oh. Is this because you're seeing into my... Sick, sick mind, and you're thinking, well, Rob's definitely said poop and monkey. Has to be tool bag. <laughs> um, ooh, it's a tie in the chat between A and B. You said B, right, Natch? Yes. Okay, well, you will tip it over the edge for today. Tool bag. All right, let's see if you're right. So you can see these with binoculars. Astronauts drop... It is B, a tool bag. Well done. Bolsa de herramientas. Or herramientas. Oh, Natch. Self-correction there. Thank you. Thanks to you, sir. Será posible. Vaya nivelazo. A tool bag now considered one of Earth's newest satellites was accidentally dropped by astronauts during a spacewalk on November 1st. There you go, friends. So much junk up there in space. All right, guys, that's all we've got time for for today's episode of the Probo Show. You can download this and all the episodes um, on any good podcast downloader. So many things you could have been doing today. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. See you next time. Mm-hmm.